Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, there are brothers and sisters in Michigan that has had it with Biden. They are discriminated against by the Democrat Party, are left behind. They're not thought about with the Democrats whatsoever. So this particular article here, as you see on the screen, young black and done with Biden is out of Rolling Stone. The issues that could decide the election. Now let's get into reviewing certain excerpts of this particular article, because I really think this is something that we all need to look at here. So they went to a fresh and press juice. Uh, that is a juice bar and cafe. And they talk with a dress shop owner, Kiara Smith and her husband, rapper Icewear Vizo, which is the brother down there in the lower third. Say Vizo takes off like a rocket when asked about what issues he'd like to see presidential candidates address in the lead up to November. Now Vizo says that over the past several years, he's been paying attention to the electoral politics more than ever. He said he thinks Biden's deceitful. And that likely Republican candidate Donald Trump is a blabbermouth. It's a independent candidate. Robert F. Kennedy is his preference over both men. He say he takes some local pride He say in Michigan being a battleground state because he says voters are actually paying attention. Now, you know, Biden's in trouble in Michigan already with the Muslim community. They have a campaign called abandon Biden because of what is going on in with Israel and Palestine. Now all of a sudden Biden talking about, Oh, we need to work with the UN about a ceasefire. He only doing that because he know good and well, the Muslim community not going to vote for his behind. Now he continues to say as a prominent recording artist, he said, who has ear to the street. He said he finds himself all over the city. And he says about the recent discussion he's had with college students and some street dudes. He said, you want to know what the conversation was about? He said the 1994 crime bill, he said, you know who drafted that? He said, Biden. He said, we pay attention to that. He said, there was mass incarceration of black Americans. He said, we see things like that. And to our dissatisfaction with Biden, he continued to say it's not about, he said, we got money from Trump. He said, a lot of people think we can completely support Donald Trump. He says, he said, we just believe in holding everybody accountable. He said, it's not fair to us to be told to believe that only one guy's making mistakes and the other guy is making smart decisions. So they both got flaws. I would say Biden got way more flaws than Trump. Now, yes, do Trump talk out his head? Yeah, that's what Trump do, right? But I look at policy. There's no policy that Donald Trump, during his presidency, put on black Americans that mass incarcerated us. He didn't do that. Not whatsoever. Okay? So, since he didn't mass incarcerate us, look at what Biden is doing. He's letting in everybody and their mama from every country. And where are they going first? the black community taking resources out of our community and speaking about Michigan and Detroit, the migrants are going over there. Now they are leaving Chicago and going to Detroit so they can suck up their resources. 
You understand? So the migrant crisis is about to get hot and heavy in Detroit, Michigan. And then you're really going to start hearing their brothers and sisters talking about, hey, man, where Trump at? Because they got to go. This migrant crisis situation is really a 911 issue for all of America. You got people coming across that border who are military age men from not only from Venezuela, they're coming from Syria. You got a bunch of Chinese coming in. You got people from every country you could think of Russia. They all coming in here and they are once again, military age men who are coming in here and look at what's happening in New York right now. The, the migrants are, 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 are raising all kinds of hell crime and everything else they're doing in New York and they doing it in Chicago too. So, so why would I want four more years of that mess? Why anybody in their right mind would want four more years of that, but let's continue. The brothers say many within his constituency feel he's not up to the job again. It's especially you see among young black voters who believe the democratic party takes them for granted. Now in 2020, after the, the police killings of George Floyd and Breonna Taylor said millions of Americans demonstrated in the streets and demanding radical change, including defunding the police and said, but Biden has said that the answer is not to defund and has budgeted more than $30 billion a billion would it be Biden gave the police $30 billion right after the George Floyd protests and Breonna Taylor. This was your, this was your boy Biden did. He didn't give 30 billion to tackle homelessness in this country. He didn't do anything to help stimulate the economy. He didn't do any of that for people, but he gave $30 billion to the police to do what? To lock up black folk for his safer America plan. You understand what I'm saying? He got money for the police. He got money for migrants. He got money for the Ukrainians and all, anybody else he got money for. Let's continue. So he said, which includes incentives to add an additional hundred thousand police nationwide. So Biden gave $30 billion to get a hundred thousand more police. And we know good and well in the black community, more police doesn't spell safety for us, but this is what your boy Biden did with y'all black votes after George Floyd. That's what he said. And you remember his state and union address where he said, we're not defending the police. We're going to fund them, fund them and fund them. And all of them jumped up clapping. And that was Biden saying that. Now they said, though many are wary of the a second, they say Trump administration said Biden's pension for maintaining the status quo has left many young black voters disillusioned and with the prospect of voting for him in the past few months, that dynamic has only intensified with the sentiment that the blood of more than 26,000 dead Palestinian civilians is on Biden's hands via his support of Israel's military operations in Gaza. Yes. When Biden came in, Biden said that he did not like what Trump did to the country. He wanted to put everything back to the status quo. What is the status quo for black Americans in this country? You're at the bottom. You get no opportunity. The race soldiers could do whatever they want to do to black folk. That's the status quo. Once again, that's not a Republican doing that. That's a Democrat. We, we have to be against the status quo or any politician that's talking about a status quo. The status quo means it's an attack on us. Status quo means mass incarceration of us. 
taking the resources from us. That's what status quo means. So this guy Biden has up front really kind of said what he wanted to do. He did a lot of it. And, and, and yet the older generation, the silent generation, baby boomers, they still support this guy. And when I say you supporting that guy, I'm like, you can care less about the younger people. You can care less about your children. You can care less about your grandchildren. You can care less about your great grandchildren. Along with Biden giving your social security check and not bothering you, you good. That generation that I'm talking about, the, the baby boomers in the silent generation combined hold all the wealth in America in the trillions. They're not passing nothing on to their children or grandchildren. They're traveling all over the place, living it up. When they was younger, they got to have one job, one man work, one job and could feed the whole family, have a house, cars, more than one car, send your kids to school, everything with one job. That generation squandered all that up. And now look at the generations today. Look at the, look at the mess that they created and they can care less. And they're still holding on to power as of right now. They won't move out the way at all. And it's like, they're trying to finish us off. So by the time they get on, you know, and, and leave this world, we're not going, we all going to be in a, a terrible situation because of them. See, Young people all over this country, we got to really wise up here. It's more people that's under 50 in this country than those is in the older generation. We're going to have to register to vote. I know a lot of young people don't like to, to, to vote. You don't want to register, but you need to register to vote. And we need to, as younger people, run for public office and change this country. Because if you sit up here and don't do nothing, that generation is going to destroy this country. And they can care less because they're going to be out of here in a few years. They don't care. They're not worried about it. But you're going to be left here dealing with the mess. Now, let's continue. They say 269th District Delegate Harrison Shelby is known they say, as Mr. Community for his organizing endeavors, including his work they say, with the nonprofit Detroit Action. Say, as a delegate... And said so he's a liaison between elected officials and people in his community. Now, Shelby says Biden is struggling with young black voters because of a sense that the Democrat Party doesn't address their concerns. He says, and I quote, a lot of people are disconnected overall from the government and voting. He said, I understand the disconnect. I think young people are more critical of the issues that are impacting them now. And they are tired of politicians only coming around when it's election time. And say, oftentimes we're used as a pawn in this fight. We say black women have saved the party politics time and time again. He said, then we're often left, you say, on the short end of the stick when there's things he said that we care about. Now a sister by the name of Ayanna Adams was the sister at the bottom of the screen there that you see. She's a 29 year old student at Detroit's Wayne state university where, you know, she's the community outreach and engagement coordinator with the school's black student union, as well as Detroit action liaison. She also serves in the U.S. Air Force. It says she laments that those around her gauge candidates on a superficial level. You say, I know a lot of younger people, they say, who are like, I see a female running, I'm going to just vote for anyone female, or I'll vote for anyone black. And at this point, if we're doing that stuff, that is like political, um, 
destruction. I want to use another word, but political destruction. Let me say that. You don't vote somebody just because they black. You don't vote somebody just because they are female. You don't vote somebody just because they are male. You don't vote for someone just because they're LGBT or whatever you think that you like about that person. Okay. So if they black and it's Satan himself, you gonna vote for him just, just cause he's black. Like really? That's the dumbest thing ever. It's dumb. You need to look into the issues and see why you want to vote for a person. You don't vote straight party ticket either. I'll just vote all Democrat. Like we were told growing up, it don't matter if they got a D in front of their name, just vote for them. Okay. That D could, D could mean devil. You still gonna vote for them? That's stupid. They continue saying, they said not the sister saying, not knowing what their political stance is. They said the dynamic that they could play into Trump's favor. And, and there have been rumors about him looking for a black running mate. They said Trump's actions have been seen as attempts to appeal to black male voters in 2020, usually employers such as meeting black celebrities like Kanye West and the late Jim Brown and partying rappers like Lil Wayne and Kodak black. Let me say something about that. Trump Trump, if you're listening, I would advise you if you're going to try to get a black running mate, it better not be no Tim Scott. Let me tell you why. When Tim Scott went out there and said there was no racism in America, you picked Tim Scott, Tim Scott, you can forget black people even attempting to vote for you. Cause when you have someone like that, that's that bootlickish. No, now Trump, if you're going to get a black running mate, the only one I could think of that's Republican, they really haven't said nothing that's stupid, would be uh, Representative Byron Donalds out of Florida. Him. He's about the only one I've seen haven't said nothing that's silly. But Tim Scott, no. Mm-mm. Not him. Or if you get, I guess you get a Republican, get an unknown, I guess, an unknown black Republican. Well, just make sure they're not here talking stupid. I'm just saying. Because even though you may have some people supporting you, the person you pick, now I heard that Trump was kind of they say oh, behind the scenes kind of upset with Charlie Kirk as of recent because of all them comments that he's been making about, you know, black pilots and and different things because he was pissed off that he's, you know, messing up his chances with black voters as was kind of been going on. I heard that there was behind the scenes, but you know, we'll see how how that works out. Now they said Shelby and Adams, they say collectively agree that among Detroit's biggest issues are housing and food insecurity, a school to prison pipeline, which was created by Joe Biden. When you hear school to prison pipeline, remember Joe Biden created that. They say a 5.8% unemployment rate and a 388.8 million. It's a Detroit police budget. Now reason why I put that back on Biden is because the 1994 crime bill incentivized the states to create more prisons and to keep people in prison 85% of the time. That's all Biden and Bill Clinton. That's the both of them. You understand? But yet you have some, and I say wicked black folk. They're going to sit up there and go put that man in the office. And after our people got mass incarcerated in the nineties behind crack cocaine that we did not put in our doggone neighborhoods. We didn't have no cartels. We didn't have no boats, no planes, no speed boats. We had none of that, but we, the one got mass incarcerated, but look at all that, that, that meth and fentanyl they got running in their community and, it, and, it, and they dropping like flies with this stuff. They dropping. See, see what you did to us, but look what's happening to your community. 
Why you ain't mass incarcerating them? You notice that 1994 crime bill not putting them in prison? It's interesting, right? Because fentanyl is illegal, meth is illegal. Yet it's no mass. There should be a mass incarceration of them, right? See, see, this is my problem. The 1994 crime bill not locking up them folks who will sprawl out all over the street with this stuff. The police are catching it with them left and right. They give them Narcan and letting them go on by their business. But it, but it was some brother back in the day, a sister that was on crack. Oh, they, man, they not only getting them, they running their house, getting everybody out of the house, everybody going to jail. But, but 12 not run up in their house. He 12 not run up in their trailer parks. There's no mass incarceration of them. That, that's what I'm talking about. Let's continue saying they all feel Biden hasn't done enough to address the issues. They say the city declared bankruptcy in 2013 after the auto industry hit an all time low. The roots of poverty first appeared during Detroit's economic peak in the 1960s when the influx of people moving there for an auto factory job spurred landlords to raise the rent on black residents, driving many into poverty. Housing fell into disrepair. They say once the auto industry was decentralized and plants moved out, thousands lost their jobs throughout the 60s and 70s. They say today the city reels from the consequences of poverty with housing and employment shortages as well as violence. And now though the city's 252 murder rate, they say last year was the lowest it's been since 1966. They say the Motor City has uh, come a long way. They say Democrats' ignorance say, of black working class is a reflection of prior generations being comfortable with such treatment. They say, and I quote, they say the older generation, they're involved, but it's not been effective. And they only been given the crumbs off the table. They say a lot of times they're satisfied with just that. Whereas the younger generation is saying it's not enough to be taking pictures with an elected official or having those connections. If it's not being reflective of things that we need in our community. Yes, that's exactly how let me get a hand clap on that. That's how young people feel right there. It's like, why don't I take a picture with Biden for like he, the president paper me up, man. Hey, we need resources in our community. Hey, we need this. We need that. Like don't come around here smiling with me to post on your Instagram and your X page on your website or using me on your campaign ads. Hell no. And you know what? Y'all need to start charging them for that. Say, Hey, you going to put me in your ad or something? No, I need some paper for that. Man, cut me a government check for that. That's advertising. They want to come around black people, go to churches, do all this sort of thing to vote for Biden. But yeah, look, look at what's happening. And let's mention the sixties and seventies. That's the time period where everything really went to hell. It's the sixties and seventies. And they start shipping out these jobs left and right overseas. Now, if you had presidents that actually cared, they would have stopped that from happening, but they didn't care because everybody getting a cut out of it. You understand? Now the brother Shelby says that while, they say he has a good relationship with the older generation. He said young people are just more savvy about the process now. He said he recalls being at city council meetings where older Detroiters demanded things from city council members that they should have been asking of Detroit Mayor Mike Dugan. And saying while he said leftists are in favor of defunding the police, that he says the older generation is more susceptible to Biden's call to fund the police. Right. So listen to what he says. He's saying that the younger generation. Are, are basically against the status quo and everything to fund police. And the older generation is about to fund those police 
and, and, and be on the side of Biden no matter what Biden got going on. Now they say older Detroiters are buying into the narrative that they need to feel safe and say, but what does public safety really look like and mean? He said, safe communities don't mean more police. He said, while Biden, he said, may pull well with older Detroiters, his policies just might not push far enough for young black voters. He said, the way he chooses to bridge the gap will determine how much voting power he garners in November. He said, while Shelby voted for Biden in 2020, he says that he hasn't seen enough genuine representation in the Democratic Party. He said, I believe we needed someone to challenge Trump. He said, and at the time, Biden was the person that could challenge him. He said, now I feel like my voice doesn't matter in the party as someone that has skin in the game. He said, I sacrificed my time, my talent, my money. He said, but I don't feel my identity is reflected in the party. He said, only in a very tokenish way. Yeah, you sat up there and worked for the Democrats, and at the end of the day, they treat you like nothing. But it's good the Democrats are doing this. This is good. I'm proud of the Democrats. Keep doing what you're doing, Democrats, because black folks been needed this wake up call. Black folks been needing this swift kick in the butt. And it's painful for them to get this swift kick in the butt because they having to realize even screaming, even tearing their clothes. Like the Bible says, the Pharisees tore their clothes when Jesus said so-and-so and the other, right? Black folks who are just so dedicated Democrat are tearing their clothes because they know Biden haven't done anything for them. They know they have given their votes. They know we got an older generation that is not, and we talk about the collective, not the few that, that is against it, but we have a collective of people in our community who are siding with Biden, no matter what he says or what he does. They don't care about what happens to their children, their grandchildren, their great grandchildren. They don't care. And it shows in their voting. If they actually cared about young people and their children, their grandchildren, they'll be siding with the younger people and say, Hey, I need to vote with them because you know what? Hey, you know, I don't know how much longer the Lord got me on the earth. So let me make sure my kids are good, at least politically. Let me make sure to lend my hand that way. Right. But no, they're not thinking about that. They're thinking about just trying to hold on to all the wealth. You know, you younger people, you're going to have to, you know, get mobilized to register to vote. You got to start running candidates because let's call it what it is. Them older people show up to vote. So that's why they're still controlling everything. We have to lay the, the, the problem also on the, at the feet of the younger people. You all got to get registered to vote. You can't just complain. If you don't put no skin in the game, then how are you going to change it? You got to get candidates who are young to run for office that has the idea of young people. And you got to uh, sit there, vote for them. And, and help donate to their campaigns. All the Chuck Schumers and Mitch McConnell's, they're only there because young people aren't getting them out of there. See, it gets to a point where young people, you gonna have to take responsibility on how we're being treated. Rent, rent is out the roof. Everything is just crazy in this country. Okay, so what are we going to do about it? Just complain? Or, or are we going to all register to vote? What if every young person registered to vote and say, hey, in this election, we're going to choose whatever candidate we want. Listen, young people can actually even get third party candidates elected. If young people wanted to, they don't have to be Democrat and Republican. Like the young people got to break the status quo. The status quo is Democrat and Republican break the status quo by voting third party or running third party candidates, right? Get people that's going to speak for 
the grassroots mindset, not this status quo, silent generation, baby boomer ideology. They don't believe you should have health care. That comes from that generation right there. They don't believe all, all Americans deserve health care. A lot of them don't believe all Americans deserve a house. Every American should have a house. Nobody should be on the freaking street. Nobody. College should be free for everybody, at least up to a bachelor's degree. Now you want to do a master's degree and doctorate and all that. Okay. You pay for that. And even when you talk about student loans, it shouldn't be predatory charging people 16 to 20%. It should be no more than two to 3%. Young people can make all these changes that I'm talking about, but it's going to be younger people having to get your behind out there to vote, run candidates. If not the Mitch McConnell's, the Chuck Schumer's, they both the same. It don't matter what party they're in. They both the same. They're going to keep putting money in their back pocket and screwing the rest of y'all. Now their kids would be good. Their grandkids would be good. But we talking about the rest of the American public, even all this stuff with the migrants, Biden, it, you can vote him out tomorrow. That's still going to be a problem. Even after he get out of office, Biden don't care. He don't. Everything that young people talk about was wrong with the country. It's on young people to fix it. You can't just complain. You can't just say, well, the party won't do this. Biden won't do that. This one. No, no, no. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do? And sometimes doing something and fixing the situation in your city, your state in a collective effort. See, the issue is a lot of Americans and I mentioned Americans. If you got American citizenship, I'm talking to you. Americans going to have to put aside the stupidity. Well, I'm not going to side with them because they black, they white, they male, they female, they LGBT, they this, they that. At the end of the day, it don't matter about that. What matters is, do you have a place to stay? Do you have a, uh, do you, do you got food in your, your, your belly? Do, can you pay for all your utilities? Uh, is, is the schools good in your area? Like, 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 you know, things that really matter. Like if, if people take the energy out of all that stupidity and actually folks it where it needed folks. Listen, you ain't got to live with everybody. Look, if people can live whatever neighborhood they want to live in and, and with their own particular ethnic groups and, and whatever you want to do, I have no issue with that. But my thing is when it matters, put it, put that aside and realize that look at the migrant crisis. Notice that they just not taking black people tax dollars. All you white folks are taking yours too. They're taking Asians tax dollars. They're taking a uh, Hispanic tax dollars. They're taking every group of people's tax dollars. Notice that. See, when they take it from you, they don't talk about what color they just taking the money, but they keep a lot of that mess going with a lot of you because they know that you'll play right into their hands and keep a lot of stupidity going. So the younger generation is more integrated than that older generation was. So that means y'all have to be smart and say, look, we may not agree on a whole lot, but we do agree. We all need a place to stay. We need free health care. We need free college. And I'm not a Democrat, but I believe that free health care, free college, like for either college or, or skilled trades should, is just good for the country where we can just, you know, provide for the country, do what's right for the country, innovate the country. Right. You know, we need uh, a high speed rail. We need that. I mean, Public transportation to me be free. In my opinion, I believe you should get on public transportation, go wherever you need to go. We should pay a tax for it. 
and public transportation should be free. And I'm thinking New York is free, certain places, but it should be free all over the country. It should be free. And we just pay a little extra tax for it. And I know you got some idiots to say, well, don't that kind of sound like socialism? What? You're talking like you are you a billionaire or something that's benefiting benefiting or something. You you you're poor compared to a billionaire. You're poor and you're fighting for the freedoms of a billionaires, the billionaire class. Using using the term socialism is stupid if you're poor. I'm sorry. That only benefits billionaires who wants to keep their status. When this when everybody has an equal playing field, it lowers their status. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Like capitalism in America is extremely predatory. Capitalism can be okay if it's heavily regulated, where people, well, for instance, like we talk about in the story, where landlords all raising their rents because a bunch of people moved in, the government could really regulate that and say, no, you're not going to be raising your rents just because people moving in. No, you will keep them right where they at is for a time, and then we'll look at what the appraisal value of that area is next year. And based off of the appraisal value and the median income, then you could raise it based off of that. You can't just start jacking up the rents to a point that people can't afford it. No, we don't, we shouldn't have a homeless problem in this country. We shouldn't. And that's them. And that's that generation up there. That's in Washington. They don't mind homelessness. Don't mind it whatsoever. So young people, you know, I know you don't like Biden and all that. And some of you don't like Trump either. Well, do something about it. Get involved, run candidates, but all you need to be registered to vote and actually vote for something, something. If it's third party, vote for it, show up. Cause that's why things are the way they are. The old people show up, young people don't. 